There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is episode 10 of Operation Earth, and this week I am joined by my wonderful guests, Annie McGrath and James McNicholas. If you are unaware of who my guests are, or just an idiot, then here is a wee introduction. Annie McGrath is a terrific comedian and host of the Secret Artists Podcast, where she interviews and makes art with other terrific comedians. It is a funny podcast about art. Mm-hmm. Her show at the Edinburgh Fringe this year called Shepherd was one of the very best shows I saw, and she was recently doing tour support for Louis Sanders, and she is part of a sketch group called Twins with Jack Barry, who is very much not her twin. My other guest is James McNicholas. He is a man that you may have seen on Horrible Histories or listened to his uh, podcast about Arsenal Football Club, The Gooners. Uh, uh, I can't remember the podcast actually called Arts Walk. I think he did a show called The Boxer uh, last year, a stand-up show about his grandfather, and I didn't see it because we were on at the same time at the Edinburgh Festival, but I heard wonderful things about it. He is also in a sketch group called Beasts. So, I guess, if you're not a fan of sketch groups, this may not be the episode for you. We don't talk about that, really. So, let's get on with the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Operation Earth. I'm joined in the studio by Annie McGrath. Hello. And James McNicholas. Hello. Couple of mics. Couple of mics, uh, yeah. Mics, did you say? Mick. Mick. <laughs> McGrath. Three mics. Three oh, mics. Right. Three <laughs> microphones. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't understand Two your mucks. accent. <laughs> well, I, I am the Scottish one, but I don't have I have the least Scottish name among us. I'm in no part Scottish. Are you at all Scottish, Annie? I don't know. I'm five eighths Irish. Does that count? They are different. Is that your height? <laughs> no, five two and a half. I must be a little bit Scottish. My grass. You can be Irish. I think I'm Irish, yeah. Yeah, just Irish. I'm obviously English, but I'm a, a little bit Irish. I don't know if I'm more or less eighths Irish than five. Have you got a passport? No. Is this a competition, by the way? Is it sort of me against Annie? So the idea here is that we're sort of, you know, in to- you know, in Top Gear where they get like someone on to like drive as fast as they can, or I don't know if they do this anymore. They used to do this. In the old days, the yeah. good old days of Clarkson. Like, yeah, the good old Clarkson days when driving a car was a good thing and being a celebrity was a good thing. We all miss the 90s. But also it's a bit of a competition here between the two of you as well. Good. Okay, great. I like that. So you're, you're playing against every comedian that has been on the podcast and mm-hmm. hopefully... Who's winning so far? Um, I need to double check. Ben Clark won the first seven episodes. No, surely yeah. not. Ben Clark. And I think he may have been usurped already by Sonny O. Patel, but I need to double check. When you that. say he won the first seven, it's not winner stays on, is it? <laughs> you have to come on every right, week. Just keep yeah, going, yeah, man. Yeah. Ben's coming in halfway through this. Oh, forget to, it. I own an oil rig. I own an oil rig. No, you don't have to come. Well, you might want to come back. You might want to improve your carbon footprint and then come back That's on. That's true. Come back to me in a year. What kind of house do you guys live in if you would have have you had to describe the house? Currently I'm in a one bed flat. Okay. 
Is that good for the environment? I'm nervous to answer well, <laughs> in any way. Sort of. It's a flat. The flats tend to be pretty good because they're small. I, yeah. I'm in a flat as well. Just Great. to point okay. out. What? Right, two all. <laughs> Even Stevens. But I guess it's better to live with more people because you share. You share stuff, so you don't need your clothes. Own cooker. Um, yeah, I guess clothes heating good as well. Heating. What if you've got a spare bedroom? Is that bad? Um, are you heating in the spare bedroom? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it's not ideal. Okay. I am using it. I'm, I'm going in there. I'm using it as an office. Right, okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's a it's a bedroom for a hypothetical child that doesn't exist. Um, but, you know. But it's a flat, which is a good it's start. It's better than an actual child for the environment. And you don't have, like, uh, you know, you don't have, like, a pantry that you're unnecessarily using other you know pantries are bad are they (laughs) 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 i'm just thinking Uh of superfluous rooms that people have in their house pantry came to my head because i've never had a pantry i don't know maybe you're you're like quite angry about this already you're like well pantries are bad either i mean isn't a pantry like it's where you keep your pants is it like a big larder yeah Yeah, i thought okay (laughs) so you put like spice Your accent sounds even stronger wow, today. Wow. Um, isn't it like herbs and spices, a pantry? Is it? Is it? It's just like a larder. Well, like you keep lard in it. These are the rooms I've got, right? Okay. Okay. Living room. Lie. Okay. How big? Uh, I was going to say, about the size of this room. Really helpful <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, listeners. Yeah. We'll take a picture of it. It's about the length of four people lying down. Yeah, but how tall are the people? Taller than you. Yeah, that's probably. for sure. Oh yeah, by average the way, people. Well, I'll try. I'll try and take a picture with Annie's pretty short. James is quite a big. I'm five two and a half. Yeah, short. <laughs> so about I don't know. Uh, okay. How big is this room? Big. Yeah, it's big then. I'd probably. say it's like two and a half meters square. Yes, that's all. That's all. Oh, it's bigger than that then. Yeah, it's probably 150 times. 150 percent. Sorry, not 150 times. So I've got a living room, mm-hmm. a kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bathroom. Yep. You were with me so far. A bit excessive so far. Um, a hallway. You've got to have a hallway, otherwise how are you getting in between them? That's very true. And then one, two bedrooms. Two bedrooms. And I'm out. Two bedrooms, flat. Yeah. Billiard room. <laughs> Billiard room, pantry, stables. Wheel rig. Um, well, yeah, just the usuals. Living room, bedroom. Servants, living quarters. <laughs> and so are you living, sorry, James, are you living... Alone? No, I'm living with my wife. Okay, so there we go. That's... Still, at the moment, as and things stand. And your hypothetical baby. And our imaginary child, we push around in a sad <laughs> lit empty chair. It's a bag of flour that yeah. you keep in the pantry. And do you bathe the hypothetical baby? Of course. Yeah. Not cruel. So you're sort of winning there, James, on the fact that there's two of you sharing all the heating, I think, so far. If that feels unfair, basically, you you because you're living by yourself, you're a sad. I knew your breakup would work out well for me eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I celebrated Too at the soon. time, and I'm still celebrating. <laughs> we never lived together. Oh yeah, but I lived with two friends for six years. So, do, and how long have you lived with just one other person? Oh, uh, just one other person for about two years. And before that, before that, I was married, and I lived with another couple. How green is that? Before that, you were married? Oh, well, no, sorry. Uh, there was a period where I was married for a year, but I lived with another couple because I was just like, Not come on, Camille. guys, let's save oh, the environment. Camille. Yeah, to Camille, to the same woman. <laughs> I thought that this was, was a big was, revelation. <laughs> was that couple married? No. They are now. Okay. 
but they were opposed to the idea at the time. Yeah, and then you turned them around. I think they, they saw it in action. They were like, look at this. Give me a piece <laughs> of that. This looks so exciting. You can live by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they got rid of us. I think they got married to get rid of us, probably. Yeah, okay. Um, we were lodgers, essentially. Turned up a notch and went, got to get rid of you know. Can I just get some points back quickly? Okay. Um, I haven't lived by myself before, and I'm just doing it temporarily for three months. How are you finding it? It is good, uh, isn't it? Absolutely lovely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so nice. It's all good, isn't it? Yeah, can walk around naked. Can just do, oh, yeah. just turn the heating up, turn it down when I like. I my heating is on a timer. Yeah, but I think mine is as well. <laughs> it's on for twenty three <laughs> so hours nervous. of the day. <laughs> I am nervous. I mean, it's on, so it comes on. It too, the problem is that I work from home, so I am home a lot. But then, but then that's a building elsewhere. That you know, it's good that you're not because you're not tra- you're not traveling to work every day so i think it comes on like about six seven o'clock in the morning okay too early that's far too early in the morning is it well to come well, when it comes when off you get up it comes off at like 11 and then when's it come on again it comes on again at <laughs> like PM. 6 p.m and then it goes off again at like 10 p.m or 11 p.m that's all right i think yeah i mean i've been doing mine in burst okay on for that's quite good. On. Does it work though? Does it does it provide substantial heat? I don't know. It feels like it would be worse just like, like jabbing it. Someone once told me this is going to be disproven on this podcast, but someone once told me like it takes more power to turn a computer off and back on than it does to leave it on. Is that is, is how that do you true? feel about that? Matt? I don't know. Mm. It's a good question that I've heard before as well. Yeah. If anyone knows the answer to that, please do write in because I am not going to spend my spare time. Sure. Looking for that answer. <laughs> I got the impression that when you do lots of short journeys in a car, yeah. it's worse than like one long journey. But maybe that's just to do with petrol. Just keep it running. I can't drive. Just out, outside the house, on parked up, running. Yeah. So is that not the same with eating? <laughs> yeah, but what what uh, you what you're suggesting there is that, that you would be doing the same amount of short journeys mm-hmm. as the length of the long journey. What I'm saying is you would be driving half the amount of distance. Right. But you would be turning it on and off again. Okay. And actually, I think with cars, there is a bit more emissions. It's the same with plate. Well, with planes, to get them off the ground, you need loads of energy. And actually, when they're in the air, it's not as much. So a lot of the emissions do occur um, at that point. Annie, are you... Yeah, I'm working from home two days a week in an office three days a week, um, gigging a lot of evenings. So do I win? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I put the heating on when I'm in the house, but only when it's cold outside, and it's been horrible at the moment, Matt. Yes, it has been. In the summer, no heat. Do you like it toasty, or do you like it... No, not too hot. No, not too hot, I agree. grandparents, sort of... No, 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 no. Look, my mum's house, my mum's got an agar, which I imagine is pretty bad. I think so. That's an interesting one. Because that's always on. Agars haven't come up yet. I feel like we've got quite a high-class episode on today. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So I've just alienated the entire listenership. <laughs> to be fair, my mum used to work for Arga. She worked in the shop, and so we got a discount on the Arga. Oh, even more privileged. Uh, I mean, I like I, I like Argas. I have to say, I, I actually, hate an Arga. Really? Yeah, so hot. Yeah, they are hot. I mean, at my mum's house, it's like having a furnace in the kitchen going twenty four hours a day. I also just worry they'll catch fire in the night. Really? Yeah. Do they do that? I don't think. I don't think that's a concern. No. Tumble dryers, though. I, when I was growing up, I couldn't use an, a, new, a real oven because we always had an arga. I didn't know how to use a proper oven. I don't know how to use it because what temperature is it? I don't know what temperature is and it, I don't know how long you put anything in for. Yeah. It's just you just feel it. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's an emotional way of cooking. Right. 
You pop it in, you check on it every so often. You burn your hand opening the door because everything is burning hot. It is really hot. I mean, they can't be good for the environment. But I haven't got an argument. Obviously not. The sauna of the cooking world. Very much so. Electricity. Electricity. Love it. Love a bit of electricity. Yeah. Yeah, love lights. Guilty. Guilty as charged, I'm afraid. sound. Yeah, from time to time. Yeah. I dabble. (laughs) I dabble. Between 6 and 11 in the morning, have the electricity on. And then electricity off, all the lights off for a few hours. <laughs> While it's light, then all the lights straight back on again all night. Yeah. I'm not great with that. Do you know what I'm not great at? Um, turning things off at the plug. Okay. I'll be honest, that sort of ignorance, I didn't really realise until I did this quiz yeah. that that was a proper thing. But it's so inconsequential in the okay. grand scheme of things, I wouldn't worry about it too much. It's a sticking point in my house because my wife um, turns off the toaster at the power thing, but the toaster that we have still pops down, even if it's not oh, powered up. Nightmare. So I'll often put something in the toaster, pop it down, come back two minutes later to find no toasting's happened. Like I want a divorce. <laughs> no, uh, it, it, yeah, it makes me feel sad as well because then I've just got bread. But is she doing the right thing? I think she's doing it because, I'll tell you why she's doing it. She has toasted something and is scared. <laughs> You're looking at your oh, watch. I know You're why like, she's How long is it going to do? She's, she's getting a knife in there to get it she's out. She's getting a knife to Ooh, remove an object yeah. and she's thinking, I don't want to electrocute myself. Off. Yeah, I'm with her. I'll take my chances. I mean, you want to switch off at that point in time. Well, we'll see. Hair straighteners, I don't have any anymore, but I would turn them off at the plug. But that's it. Yeah. Again, scared of fires. That, you have to do that, though. That's like just leaving a flamethrower going in your house. Would you ever try and get the toast out using hair straighteners? Oh, they would sort of work. Yeah, that's how you get it out, isn't it? <laughs> Some like it hot. Love it. We've got a title. Brilliant. Great. Great. Let's and pitch that. Yeah, we'll all host it. Yeah. Um, so do either of you know if you have an, uh, a green tariff? Again, I didn't know what that meant. I don't so know what I'm that assuming is. that I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Do you know who you get your electricity from? If you want a big shout, you want to shout out to electricity provider. I actually, I'm not sure. Sorry, that's okay. I'm not sure either. No, but this is good. This is normal people unsure of what I inherited it, and it's still there. Well, there's lots of different types out there. I would advise you all to shop around as much as you can. But um, but yeah, there's a lot more that are doing uh, green tariffs. In fact, I can't remember who it was. What does it mean, a green tariff? Uh, it means your electricity is coming from essentially wind turbines. Love a wind turbine. The problem is, if if you don't own your own place or you don't live somewhere that you can erect a ginormous wind turbine in your garden, mm. you're going to want to. But you want to be part of that. You want in on the wind turbine action. This is true. You can get some sort of green tariff. I mean, one of the questions was like, "Have you got solar panels or something on your house?" And the answer is no. Are you in the top four? Uh, no, I'm not. Does that mean it's impossible? No, I guess if the it would be whoever has the whole the, the freehold. freehold would need to do the. They are not going to do that. It's hard when you're renting to just shove a solar panel on, isn't oh, it? It's impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's even impossible if you're just you own a flat. You have to get planning permission. I don't think you have to get planning permission for that. If it's your house and it's your. Roof, you're essentially just replacing part of the roof. So a lot, a lot of the new houses that are getting built actually have the solar panels instead of slates. Mm. So it's not like it's been built on top of the roof. It's been built into the roof. And it looks nice. And it looks nice, yeah. And it's rainproof. Oh, that's good. Because loads of them look really ugly. And that's quite a big turn off, I think. Uh, and what were the other things? Oh, electricity saving light bulbs. Got them everywhere. 
And I'll be honest, they're driving me mental. Yeah, but they're I'm sticking awful, with it. Aren't they? I can never tell if I've turned the lights on. I, I sort of because I've got so many switches that I and I still don't know what they do. So I'm just sort of pressing them all, going, "No, I don't know what's happened." And it takes about five minutes for the yeah, light to actually exactly, come on. Exactly. Yeah. But listen, that's it. That's a first world problem, isn't it? I can live with that. It is. Yeah. It is. And you know, there are, it's, it's, it's pretty good. There's there's some stuff like uh, in Africa. There's places that have uh, solar panels, so you get solar panels that then store stuff, store the electricity, right. and you can then like light up at nights. Because one of the main issues is that uh, children don't have lighting to be able to study and do homework at night time. Okay. And so that's like, you know, in terms of education and stuff, we've got it pretty good because we can switch on electricity and like go, like, oh, no. Yeah, no, I feel bad now. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, feeling yeah. good. I feel too bad, bad now yeah. about but me complaining about all my lights. They don't, get, they don't have to do homework. In a way. They're pretty lucky. Yeah. Who's laughing now? But on their podcast, they're absolutely taking the piss out of us. <laughs> but I, uh, the thing is, since when I was growing up, my dad used to be like, turn the lights off. You know, it was a big thing for him. But I think it was monetary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But now it's green. I feel like in the 90s, taps were a big thing as well, like brushing your yeah, teeth. What were we paying for light in the 90s? A lot of big money, apparently. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We need to get these dads. Get the dads back out there. Back out there making decisions on if it's if it's cheaper to do the environmental thing like yeah. the the better thing mm-hmm. then do that make it get it to that stage and then get dads involved to be like stop what are we going to do with that whole generation of boomers we what we do yeah. we take them and we start telling them how to go around telling people to turn their lights off constantly we problem solved send them out yeah that's uh, you know i think that's you know the 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 next i mean the government should be Putting a lot of these guys in employment. That's it. Do XR know about this? They just need to sign all those guys up. Yeah, get them involved. I mean, make it more... I think Extinction Rebellion needs to attract more middle-aged... Needs more middle-aged daddy white dudes. So how do we get them? How do you make... How do you stop it from being sort of looking like kind of some hippie movement to making it more like entertaining for dads? More cardigans, I guess. Some pints. Get Clarkson involved. Clarkson. You need Clarkson as a mouthpiece. As well. Pints and yeah. cars. All of the meetings are in uh, camera pubs. <laughs> <laughs> Pints and cars, but electric cars. Uh, yeah, electric cars, obviously. I mean, you know, it could work. Middle-aged men golf. love golf, don't they? Golf, yeah. That uses up a lot of unnecessarily land. Does unnecessarily it? Oh, land. yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, that's land that could be used for actual stuff and not just mm. middle-aged men I walk, don't play paying golf. fees to walk about it. Annie, but, do you play golf? No. I used to when One I was point young. Each. I mean, you guys are from the 
south you don't really have room for a golf around here do you mm, well i grew up in hertfordshire so there's a few golf courses around there yeah but... i was oxfordshire surely there's golf around there oh um, you know must be some i'm surprised you seem quite sort of golfy oh fuck off it was gonna be like <laughs> golf or horses neither hate horses no yeah netball and football annie annie's well known for netball right and also all three of us uh play comedians football together we yeah. do should be there right now any double glazing? Anyone into double glazing in here? Or I don't I think I have it in this flat. The thing with double glazing is you don't really, until you don't have it, then you don't notice the benefits of it so much. Yeah. Again, it looks ugly, doesn't it? I don't know. It's see-through. It's, yeah, it's see-through. I like one-way double glazing. But can, yeah. you, can you open the window if it's double glazing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you open the window if it's double I think I've only lived in single glazed. Let me tell you, from what you're telling us, you've only lived in double glazed houses. Thank you. Really? Right. You know when, you, when we all go to the Edinburgh Festival every year <laughs> yeah. and you stay in a place where you can hear the bins outside yeah, yeah. constantly? That's single glazing. Yeah. Because it's like old, be- old buildings. Yeah. Any buildings that are sort of semi-modern will have double glazing. I reckon you've encountered it. Maybe this flat I'm in now is double glazing. Stealth glazing. Can you get triple glazing? Yes, you can. Can you get quadruple glazing? I've never heard of quadruple glazing. Is that the future? I imagine they think it's probably unnecessary. Maybe (laughs) it is. Maybe we should move into that market. Is the idea it keeps heating? Yeah, that's the idea. Exactly. But it looks the same, yeah. We are... are Are we idiots? No. Be quite cool with quadruple glazing to get a different coloured glass for each one. You can have a sort of rainbow effect. Like a prism. Things. Sort of things like hardcore, like a washing machine, or things like a sieve. Not so much sieve. I've bought a lot of sieves in the last year. Let's count the sieves in there, but I think they're, I mean... I bought a laptop, and what happened was, I I had a laptop, right? I had a laptop, and I had a coffee. And what I decided to do was combine those items into uh, one by pouring the coffee into the laptop. You decided to do that? When I say decided, <laughs> uh, it's, it happened and I then post-rationalised and thought, I, well, I, I must have done that on purpose because it was so stupid that I couldn't quite take full ownership of it. How long had you already had the laptop? Five before? years. Okay, so it was an old boy by this point. Oh, creaking. Creaking under the strain of pornography. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think it was an intentional action that, you know, a subliminal thing that you'd well, done? Well, I was thinking about buying a new one. But you thought, I can't buy a new one. I can't justify the Do expense. you think you subconsciously poured it on because you wanted a new Listen, one? Listen, that's not for me to say. But all I'm saying is it happened and I got a new one. And how did it sort of... Did you try to use it afterwards? Yeah, it, it was actually... It was I was... Uh, it, in a cafe, and I knocked the coffee, a latte it was, decaf. Thought that might be all right. No. Oh, that's where you went wrong. Uh, went into the keyboard. You deserve it. Uh, <laughs> seeped through. Real, it was real milk. We'll get on to that, but it was real milk at the time. Cow's milk. At the time? What was it now? Um, I've changed. I'm on, oat, I'm on oat milk now. Oh. Yeah. But we'll see. But anyway, so the, key, the, the laptop sort of was there, covered in fluid, and I was like, oh, dear. Sounds disgusting. It was. Um, so I had to, I remembered a piece of advice, which was turn it off straight away. Yes, well done. I didn't do it to mine. In fact, I'll, I'll just intervene at this point in yeah. time and say that um, my laptop uh, stopped work. The only thing that stopped working was one key. Which one? was the N key. Oh, perfect for you. Yeah. You always S- use the N. <laughs> stopped, work, stopped working uh, for quite a while. Copying and pasting your ends in? Yeah, for a year. No, for a year. Copying and pasting ends in for a year. It was... Um, 
friend of the show and, and current leader, I think, uh, Ben Clark, who spilt some water on it. Why did he do that? Because it was he being... Why, what happened? Uh, Is that how he won? That, well, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, he just he spilled some water on it, but I didn't know at the time that you were supposed to switch it off straight away. Right. So I thought, ah, this is fine. I'll just dab it a bit. Sure. Leave it on. Alas. Big mistake. You might notice now, because my laptop's in front of me, guys, I have two delete keys. <laughs> oh, but it survived. I got it fixed at an enormous expense, and I'm pretty sure I get ripped off. Right. Rotten. Okay. Would it have been cheaper for you to buy a new laptop? I'd imagine it would have been a tiny bit more expensive, but not a huge amount more. Did you repair this one because that's better for the environment than buying a new one? Yes, to some extent. And also, uh, I'd only had it for about four weeks. Oh, man, that is tough. So I was not willing to give it. Yeah, I wanted to see it through. I, I completely get that. Um, I had no such compunction. Uh, so I, <laughs> my laptop, I turned it off. And then, and then I did a mad thing where I was like, oh, there's something on there I require, like a, a, something I've been writing, a file. So I turned it back on, put the file on a memory stick, turned it off again, never turned back on. Uh... But I did sort of have that moment, like someone, you know, being resuscitated. It was like, there they are, boom, and then gone again. Thank God you get the file, I've though. I've got yeah. the file. So, great, I've not done anything with it. I mean, you know what it's like. Never, <laughs> never going to get commissioned anyway, forget it. But I've got the file. So I then went and took it to the, so it was an Apple computer, yeah. took it to, I had a friend who worked in the Apple store, and I was like, if anyone can fix it, it's this guy. Is he a genius? Um, yes, in both respects. <laughs> and he said, no, it's beyond the point of repair. I think it was called the logic board was all coffeed up. I think that was the technical term. <laughs> uh, so I bought a new laptop. And I listen, I've enjoyed having the new laptop, but I don't even know what happened to the old one. They kept it. Do you think we should invent some sort of coffee protector for laptops? Well, they're often in close proximity, aren't they? Yeah. And, and, and I think the companies probably don't have any incentive to stop it. It took them a long time to sort of sort out water damage on iPhones, didn't it? And they're, tri- they're going to cafes. They're tripping people up. Yeah, they're dropping iPhones down the toilet. Yeah, they're doing all this to just, you know, that, that, that's what people will say. It's a conspiracy theory. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure these big companies are trying to spill... They're trying, they are spending money on getting people addicted to coffee. Yeah, turns out prep was owned by Apple all along. Exactly. It they're makes in, sense. They're in it together. Uh, so, yeah, I bought the laptop and, I, yeah, is that bad? Um, well, I mean, you had to buy it, so it's fine. Don't worry. It is bad. Uh, and furniture was another thing. What have you got? A chaiselong? Uh No, I've got a sofa, uh, a bed, separate, and I've also got one that's together. Is that your hypothetical baby? Yeah, it's for the it's for the spare the spare but the empty bedroom slash office. And so, in your relationship, would you be the sofa or the bed? Um, I'm, I like to think of myself as versatile. You're the sofa bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, but we we moved into this flat, so we had to buy a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to look good on your scorecard. Oh. Where did you buy them from? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, actually, a lot secondhand. Oh, that's good. There we go. A lot of gum tree going have, on. You should have started up front with that. But the issue is, I mean, it was difficult to persuade Camille, my wife, because she has a real fear of bed bugs. So any furniture that like a bug or insect could like inhabit, yeah. she's really suspicious of. 
she lived in a flat with comedian Jack Rook, uh, where they moved in, and within a week they realised it was completely infested with bed bugs, and they had to throw oh. away a lot of their belongings. Yeah, fair enough. That sounds awful. But I like secondhand stuff. A, and you like bed bugs as well. And also, I love yeah. animals. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a bit, bring the You're wild, bring the outside person. inside. Yeah, that's me. Whatever bugs, any bugs. Love a bug. I'm going to I'm a celebrity just for that. Clothes and footwear. Oh. You guys, yeah. you're, you're buying much in the way of clothes and stuff. Um, I haven't bought that much. Although I'm, I'm just thirty, so I'm just. I'm, I'm, actually, just, I'm actually just thirty. <laughs> I was horrible the way that came out, but it's a big year for sort of thirtieths and weddings. So I probably uh, have bought more sort of formal dresses in the last couple of years than usual. The wedding dress must be oh a nightmare. Waste of time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you're actually time. getting married, the yeah. wedding dress. Well, yeah, because you wear it once, don't yeah. you? What's yeah. the point in that? What did Camille do with hers? Did she give it to a charity uh, shop? She set fire to it after an argument. No, she. <laughs> it's in her. It's legitimately in her mum's shed. Yeah. Still covered in like mud and dirt from the day. Filthy wedding. And then she'll bring it out in about twenty years and put it on and come in. And... <laughs> I've not bought that many clothes recently. I have bought more gym wear. Um, yes. Because I'm training for a half marathon and it's more, it motivates you more. If you have nice clothes, I find it motivates you more. What what brands are you going for? Uh, these trainers are Cloud Flow, which I thought sounded like a tampon. It does slightly. But, um, they're very comfortable. Scandinavian, I think. So uh, bad for the planet. What are these? Can't remember. You haven't got an affiliation. It's not like you're no, sort of no, sponsored by... No, I'm not by, sponsored by Nike. at all. And not yeah, yet, yeah, yeah. no. Oh, that's all still to come. But if Cloudflow are listening and that, want to sponsor me... That was one of the tips on Nixon Fashion. Go commit to a brand. Oh, Go really? To it looks much better if you're just like... Really? Going to oh, it looks better. This is not about the planet. This is No, for the planet, I don't think it makes any difference. <laughs> don't buy it, I think. I find that fascinating. Commit to a brand. I would never have thought that. Commit to the brand. So wear, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I do have a matching leggings and top, which is Sweaty Betty, like all one print. Oh, nice. Do you know what Sweaty Betty is? I've heard of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of overpriced, like, yoga wear. Got you. Yes. I nice pattern. What sort of design are we talking here? It looks like, um, sort of looks like that interstellar, like... Lots Ooh. of like lines, green and blue and yellow. Okay, I'm listening. Um, I'm doing that thing with my hand that the listeners can't see, like chicka chicka, you know. Yeah, chicka, so chicka, she's doing a chicka chicka hand. Yeah, yeah. You've probably seen it at football, to be honest. Do I have cool clothes at football or no? Mm. An Arsenal top normally? I can't remember what you wear. I've got an Arsenal top. Sometimes I wear an Arsenal top. I think we're quite similar in the sense that it feels like the way we dress is. Uh, be careful here, man. What's it, <laughs> it going to be? <laughs> Well, you're both, both wearing your dad's wearing our clothes. Dad's clothes, and I feel like we're, we wear football clothes that we've had for ten to fifteen years. I think I'm quite governed by comfort, so if I find something that's comfy, I stick with it. Yeah. Especially football boots. Yeah. I've had the same pair of shorts. I've got one pair of shorts, and I've had them for about I don't know ten to fifteen years. Yeah. That's stick great. With them, they're good. They still hold up. My mum tried to give me another pair of shorts. I was like, Nah. No thanks. I don't believe they'll hold up. Yeah. One of the problems. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think that's good. I mean, I am, like I say, I'm trying to get better. I used to be a bit guilty of doing that thing where, when I was little, my mum um, once told me that if you're feeling sad, a good thing to do is buy something. Uh, great parenting, uh, yeah. Wendy. That's got a and name. <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a big row. No, retail uh, therapy. Retail therapy. Yeah. So honestly, so we were in Spain on holiday and I had a row with my dad. I must have been about like nine. 
And my mum, she took me in the car. She took me to El Corte Inglés, the Spanish department store. Wait a minute. It's just to clarify, you had an argument with your dad or yeah. you and your mum had an argument I with think it was just me, actually. So it was and like... And your dad was sort of sticking to his principles yeah. against you as a nine-year-old. I'm not speaking to you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll get my clothes in the future. You'll get my clothes in the future, but that's all. That's all. Yeah, the, will the will is just jumpers. And um, so we went to El Corte Inglés and I remember in the car, my mum saying, here's a little thing, Jamie, a little tip for life. If you're ever sad... Just go down to the shops and buy yourself something nice. And unfortunately, that obviously seeped into my character and personality. Oh, your mum told you in, in a crucial moment of your uh, development. Exactly. So it's it's obviously her fault. But then I lived slightly by that credo. So I would sort of be like, oh, I'm a bit sad today. I'll buy a T-shirt and that will fix it. And that's ev- everything that is wrong with the world, isn't it? It is everything that's wrong with it. <laughs> I symbolise all those things. But... At least after 33 years on the planet, I've had the self-awareness to go, maybe my mum wasn't right about that. And it came from a good place. But it does bring joy, doesn't it? I love buying something. There's a buzz. Save up the pain. Get get really really sad. sad. Get some therapy (laughs) instead of a T-shirt. Buy a new suit, take it to therapy. I can't afford clothes anymore because I'm paying for therapy. Good for the environment. It is, actually. So the next part is, and I imagine I know the answer to this, but I'm not entirely sure. Do you guys keep pets? No. No. What about uh, health beauty grooming products are you guys into? As you can see, I'm spending everything I've got on that. No, I'm. I, uh, no, I don't. I don't even moisturise, Matt. No, no oh, I, I should pretty, be. You're doing pretty well. I'm only 33. I'm not doing as well as I look. <laughs> shampoo, conditioner, yeah, moisturiser. You into any of these like shampoo bar things that people wear? We bought one the other day. Well, I stayed at Lou Sanders' house and she had the most disgusting looking sort of shampoo bar with like bits of petals in. And I I thought, (laughs) shut She's doing well for the planet in terms, she's vegan and she doesn't, tries not to buy plastic. But I do think if you're washing your hair with that, like, what's the point? We did buy a shampoo bar at a sort of sustainable market that's down near Brick Lane. And it's all right. I mean, the thing for me is I haven't got any hair, really. So that's quite good for the environment because I don't need to buy shampoo. The problem with shampoo is do they sell liquid shampoo in like some sort of sustainable sachet so you can put it in a... Yeah, because it's impossible to buy shampoo and conditioner not in plastic unless you get that bar. Or you can get the massive shampoos that last longer. Yeah, so, there should be a But place then if you're travelling a lot... I'll have a pint of shampoo, please. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. A big tap. Yeah, a big shampoo mm. tap and a big conditioner tap, and that's all you get. Mm. I think there's a lot of places that are doing, not that specifically, but for all... Yeah, where you can just get, like, pasta and rice in a yeah. sort of jar. Yeah, and you just show up and you're like, fill this up with... What about if that was, like, the third tap on a bath? Do you know what I mean? So there's, like, hot, cold oh, shampoo. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what hotels have. Exactly. Isn't it? And we all want to live in a hotel. That would be good. Recycling. Are you big recyclers? Yes. Although the area I'm in at the moment doesn't do food recycling, but I do recycle your classics, cardboard, <laughs> glass, plastic. You're washing them out? Yes. That's good. You've got to do that. Put the Marmite jar in the dishwasher and put it in the recycling. You have to wash it out, otherwise they can't recycle it. Absolutely. You know that, Matt. <laughs> You're a doctor. I am recycling. Got a compost thing as well. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Big deal. With recycling, I do recycle, but there are some items I'm staggered aren't recyclable. Do you know what I mean? Like, some bits of packaging. I'm like, this must be. 
And some and sometimes I'll put it in as if like I know you're saying it's not, but come on. But I know that that's not right. Someone said this to me recently. You know, there's that sign on packets which is like two arrows that form a circle. One's white and one's black, and they join up. Yeah. I thought that meant it's recyclable, but I think it actually means it's been made from recycled products and it's not always recyclable it's very confusing it's very confusing the rules aren't very clear what happens man when they get the bag full of stuff do you know what happens to it well a lot of it used to get sent to china right i want to just preface mine with the fact that this is based on the last year and yes. this year has been a bit of an, an anomaly for me. My brother's moved to Australia because he's a doctor and the NHS here is going to shit. So he's working over there. And my mum turned 60. So for her birthday, we, we met go. my brother and his girlfriend gonna, in Borneo. This is going to bump your numbers up a little bit. I cannot tell you how much it's bumped my numbers up. <laughs> also went to Fuerteventura for Christmas, which again is an anomaly. Been a difficult year for my family. We went away for Christmas and again, the travel section of my carbon footprint is sixty-seven percent. Wow! I, I don't know about you, Matt, but to me, these sound like excuses. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you're going to give us what was the final number, Annie McGrath? Thirty point two tons. Well, the, the UK ambition for 2020 for the average person is about ten. But look at how small everything else is. Food seven, stuff six. Yeah, well, it just it gives you an indication of how big travelling and impact travelling actually. And I has. think I should ca- I should offset those. I am shocked by that number because I always thought you were like a good person and stuff. But you went two holidays that were very far away. Exactly, and I don't tend to go on holiday most years, so. You've yeah, really, so you've caught, really you caught, caught me at a bad time. Come back on next year. Yeah, thank you. You won't be going again. Do you want to know mine? Yes, please. S- in tons? Yes. 16.4. Bullshit. 16.4 tons. I thought that was bad. I was freaking out. I'd say that's pretty... That's average, I think. Normal from, I'd say, people that have been on the podcast. A carbon footprint of 156%. Yeah, that's 156% of the kind of UK target. So I am above the UK average, apparently, as in I'm worse than the average. I mean, as we said, off my travel is a big part of that. But I have really cut down on flying. So I, in the last, I have to travel to Europe sometimes, and I've been in the last twelve months to Belgium twice. To, yeah, but you can get the Eurostar, can't you? Yeah. yeah. To Lille, to Paris. Eurostar, uh, Eurostar. All, all on the train. Now, I d- how much better is that? It's about eight times better than taking a flight. Wow. Yeah, so you could take eight, something like between eight to 11 times. You could, you could, so you could t- almost take a train once a month almost to Paris for the equivalent of taking one flight a year. Um, thank you very much for coming on, guys. Thanks Pleasure. for having us. Thanks for having us. Sorry about all the bad things no, we've done. No, it was great. Well, that was Annie McGrath and James McNicholas. We had a terrific time together and I very much miss human contact. It has been interesting. We're still sort of dealing with coronavirus here. Um, I often get asked questions about it, like, oh, this is good for the planet, isn't it? And I have to say, well, no, it's probably going to reduce global emissions by about 8% this year, which is the biggest drop year on year. You know, between 2019 and 2020, global emissions will drop maybe about 8%. But we have to drop emissions 8% every single year um, 
for the next decade really to solve climate change and that puts it in some sort of perspective for people and um, we have you know used up our coronavirus demand reduction we can keep doing that and doubling it every year anyway what i'm saying is still lots to do so uh please keep doing stuff about climate change uh, and if you want to contact us we are at op earth pod on twitter you can email op earth pod at gmail.com or you can find me i am mattywin85 on twitter and instagram this episode wasn't written in any way whatsoever but it was uh, produced and edited by daniel drever and there was help from emma corsham and the design was done by chum chi design as a weapon to fight climate change. It's presented by Dr. Matt Winning. Listen.